0: Welcome to the Unlearning Labels podcast. Our vision is workplaces where people can be themselves, feel valued, and fulfill their potential. We are on a mission to awaken people to see beyond their labels, be comfortable being themselves, and help them accept others. Listen together as a team and make these conversations part of your monthly staff meetings. Now, enjoy this episode.
1: Welcome to to Unlearning Labels. Today we're discussing is pressure necessary to do good work. So um, personally, actually, there was already some discussion going on. Uh, Someone had commented last night and said that pressure can be uh, an encouragement, right? Um, And... And then on the flip side, uh, I think near the end of their comment, they said something about, you know, whether or not it's actually necessary, you know, that that part they do. um, They question that part as well. So what are your thoughts on that?
0: Well, there's two types of pressure I see in the workplace. There's pressure that's created by the workplace itself and by bosses and by your peers and by other employees and then there's personal pressure where we make the pressure up in our own head Mm. and at some time you know at some point in my career I had both I had pressure from above from my boss pressure from other people in my team but also I created pressure for myself Mm. Uh, so we can really make our, our lives really difficult for no reason quite often And yeah, you may or may not be able to control or remove the pressure that comes from the business or your colleagues or your boss, but quite often, or at least in the work that we do, Cordelia, I don't know about you and your experience with, you know, coaching leaders as well, is that a lot of the times the pressure that's coming from the person internally is usually the most destructive, or at Mm. least that's been our experience.
2: Mm -hmm uh well yeah uh you know w- what i see in terms of performance when I, what i see in terms of making good decisions what i see in terms of solving problems uh is that when we are we when we have a clear head when we are not under pressure we make better decisions we uh, our performance is better b- you know, we get into flow. We go to, like there's so many things that are connected with clear mind, uh, and and yet I think that this pressure equals um, good good work or or the good output. Uh, I think it's really, really created in the past when we started with factory work, when we started with, you know, putting pressure on people to deliver certain things, and then it stayed. And I think it's a belief system that, it's, that looks really real to us, it looks really real to me. You know, when, when I think that something, when, I, when I'm under stress, when I'm scared of something, I put pressure on myself in order to do certain things. And then half of the times afterwards, like they actually didn't, didn't really need to have to be done, you know, mm-hmm. but then we create more work for ourselves. And whenever I see, whenever I feel myself under pressure, feeling of urgency, uh, uh, needing to do things yesterday, it is, it is a trick of a mind and it's not really really what is required and that creates more work for myself so i think i think that now when i'm saying it out loud it looks like pressure equals work and we get paid for work we don't get paid in factory work world we didn't get paid for the results we get paid for the amount of work that we are doing. So the amount of work, the amount of time we spend working and in order for that to count, we need to be, you know. Uh, uh, and so it's it's interesting that, you know, how much weight and how much history it is in that idea that we have all taken uh, 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 on ourselves with the pressure. And I I just saw the, the what you the comment that was over there as well, Cordelia, that you put up.
1: Mm. Yeah, it's, you know, I, I like how both you and Peter have defined, you know, what our definition of pr- pressure is and, and then going into the history of it, you know, and so, um, and one of our watchers is saying pressure can be intimidating if coming from the wrong place or, or people, which, you know, again, goes back to what you were saying, Peter. You know, from it being external pressure. So we've identified that we've got the internal pressure, like um, to perform and to do something, um, to to act, right? Mm-hmm. And then we have the external pressure coming from management. And then we have that history of management believing that that is the way they get the best work out of their employees from the factory days model, right? Although. There are very few factories, uh, well, that's not true, but there's fewer (laughs) factories in the Western world than there were, right, previously where the whole ideal comes from. And and actually my mind even goes back to further, you know, than factory days, like right before the industrial age, right, we had Mm. an agricultural society where there was pressure to harvest, um, you know, Products And not that we don't have an agricultural society, uh, nor do we have forms of slavery anymore. But I mean, it, it definitely all of this alludes to that um, ideal of the only way to get good work is to pressurize the situation. Mm. And fully, we know that that's not true. The best way to get good work is to have uh, the well-being of your team and each individual in the highest standard. Mm. But before we just go ahead and and just tell everyone that this is art, this <laughs> is the truth. <laughs> Let's examine it a little bit more. Mm. Um,
0: well, yeah, I mean, it's good what you said though, because pressure doesn't really equal productivity. And what Mira said, you know, pointing to results. The modern workplace, the one that's inclusive, the one that's really going to get results day after day and also crucially has happy people people who've got trust high trust you know the psychological safety you can see that it's naturally occurring are the places where there isn't really pressure required pressure doesn't make sense when you've got high trust you know when you all work towards the results And you know my goal for you know the work that we do is to instill that into every leader that you know if you want to get the best Mm -hmm. results and you want to have sustainable results not like you know results are one minute you you're completely smashing it and you're knocking it out the park and the next day it's completely the opposite Mm -hmm. because you can't really sustain pressure i don't know if you've ever thought about that but the you know Mir and I spent years working for other people and also the years that we've, as you have, as well as a coach, looking at, you know, why do certain people pressure? You know, why, why do leaders feel uncomfortable? And usually the pressure to drive someone to do more than they should be doing or to try and push them over a cliff, again, it stems back to how safe do you feel as a leader individually? Are you in a fearful place? Are you uncomfortable? And quite often when we see teams being micromanaged, it's because the leader themselves or the leadership team are not comfortable in their own skin. Yeah. And that leads to their own internal pressure and battles going on and it leads to a lack of clarity. And then, as I pointed to it, leads to teams being pushed and pulled in the wrong direction. And then, no surprise, you wonder why there's high sickness. There's not enough engagement and people go off the boil. And it's really difficult then to be able to manage people mm. because there's low trust, you know, mm. because I don't know about you. If I'm really pushed and pressured and someone's got the finger on me or they're constantly looking over my shoulder, it's really difficult to do my best work mm. because I just don't feel safe. I don't feel trusted to be able to do what I'm good at.
2: <laughs> but you, you you know what also comes to mind, Cordelia? Um this pressure that we feel, and 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 it usually comes with fear, like internal pressure. To, to to be more specific, it comes with fear. It comes with fear. I won't be able to do it properly, or uh, I won't. You know, um, there's some fear of survival in the future, or what may happen in the future. It's usually fear of the future, uh, and and it comes with really, it comes with really. Um, painful feeling because pressure over time becomes pain you know you have a you have tight shoes they create pressure and then you get a blister and it's painful uh, and it's um but and so and then we try to avoid pain i mean i can i was thinking about it this morning we had a we had a session with one of our clients and i was thinking about it uh, whenever in the past i i was under lots of pressure I was trying to avoid it mm. and I think it's very natural because it takes too much energy and then I was making decisions based on that base based on avoiding the feeling because again pressure equals pain at some point so you wanna you wanna like who 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 would like to feel pain it's it's the is the feeling that we wanna go away from so you know when I'm, i I just wanna you know, I wanna do it quickly. I wanna do it I wanna just get rid of it and do something else. Or I'm avoid it can also be a procrastination. I'm avoiding to do the thing that is causing me lots of pressure. And, and again, you know, talking from, from the point of, of internal pressure, but also, you know, if somebody puts a pressure on you, you don't wanna do it. Or you would just wanna do it quickly.
0: I wanna touch on what you said there. I mean Yeah, if you pressure people, you will, the subtotal of that will be work avoidance. And we see this in organizations, both, you know, large and small and medium, whatever size, that when people are pressured and pushed too far, you hear leaders going, I'm confused, you know, they're not being productive anymore. You know, what am I doing wrong? And it's like, well, yeah, take your foot off the gas you know, start to reflect on, you know, have you pushed your people way too far? Are they feeling squeezed? Do they feel burnt out and stressed? Uh, You know, are they showing signs of low mental health? And then that might give you an indication of what's happening, you know?
1: Yeah, I, you know, as you're talking about trust and my mind goes back to the communication that we've talked about so often, Mm -hmm. right, in in this show is that, when you have a certain level of understanding and communication within the team then the level of trust goes up and the need for pressure is alleviated you know it's mm. it's unnecessary and um, everybody already knows you know what's the flow of of energy or the, the flow of what's necessary to get done And that allows everyone to slow down, right? Mm. Um, Because as Mira was saying, there's an element of anxiety that comes into play with the pressure, right? But then there, if you slow down, there's no anxiety because we're not worried about, you know, the future. We're not worried about a judgment, Mm. you know, from past performance or any of that. It's just, you feel whole and true enough to to show up completely you know in your full capacity
0: you know I want to I want to point to what you said there Kodili it's interesting you said about slowing down right and I totally resonate with that because <laughs> when you say to a company you must slow down it's quite alien to most leaders because they're like what do you mean you know I want them to be productive I don't want them to do less I want them to do more but What you're pointing to, Cordelia, and tell me if I'm wrong, is that in order to do our best work, in order to get great results, we can't be going too fast. Because when we go too fast and when we're pressured, Mm -hmm. when there's a high level of stress and anxiety, people make mistakes. Mm -hmm. And I don't know about you. If someone gave me a choice as a leader, you know, would you like people to do the best work? and have less results and less wastage and, you know, there's yeah less results and also there's cost implications if people constantly make mistakes. And that's what we've seen in organizations, you know, that we've worked with is that when they are squeezed too much and when they go too fast, that's when the wheels come off and there's a massive cost implication. And there's not just cost, but there's a lot of time to course correct that and coaching and feedback versus people who are more reflective as you said, and slow down. And then they're able to do the work with enough room in there to be able to be productive, but also not to push themselves too far, to take the correct amount of self-care and have breaks, and also to have the safety to say, hey, boss, and that, you know, there's nothing wrong with being busy and there will be challenges. That's the world of work. It's a reality. But when people are in a high level of trust and there's people feel safe, there ain't also able to talk about this stuff openly and say hey i think i've gone to you know this has been too much can we take the foot off the gas a little bit because i can feel myself really slipping and i don't want to make mistakes versus what we've seen is when there's a low level of trust team members usually cover up their mistakes and then it can go left for weeks months and i've even seen it being left for years in terrible organizations where people have just never really talked about it and then they wonder where you know all the money's gone all of that profitability's been sucked into the ether you know
1: <laughs> mm. yeah, and and time is like the the one resource that we don't ever get back you know if you're going to misuse time it's better to just not use it at all right that's the the benefit of slowing down the second benefit is what you alluded to there which is the bottom line right the money won't be wasted instead of those people using the time to be productive, right? Mm. And they're really just um, ruminating about something that they don't even know what to do. Um, they could just be at peace and mm. um, and and um, pulling back and just being with the possibility of creating um, a solution, right mm. as as opposed to, just being like a hamster in a <laughs> what is that? A hamster in a wheel? Mm-hmm. What are they doing? Wasting money, wasting time,
2: wasting energy,
1: and um, you know, in a- destroying the
2: trust and, and destroying the team. In in appearance of doing something. But but and, and you know what's the other thing that is cro- that 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 is now crossing my mind? And it's related to letting go of that belief. That, uh, uh, you know, in order to be productive, in order to create results, in order to do things in time, that we need to be under pressure, it needs to be hard, you know, it needs to be a certain way, it needs to be specific. And all of that, you know, specific goals create pressure, for example, you know, and, and like there's so many things that we can look into uh, individually. In order to see what brings, what adds to the pressure. But the other thing is us individually allowing that pressure to reduce, you know, slow down that heat in a a pressure cooker. Um, And it's not easy because we are so used to, you know, we live in a society that has this belief. If I let go of stress, If I let go of pressure, something is going to slip up. I won't be in control of everything. Something bad is going to happen. And that's, I think, one of the things Mm. that we need to be examining at the same time.
0: And you know what we quite often ask our clients when we slow them down? Because usually there's, you know, in senior leadership positions, we get curious and we say to them, you know, one of the first questions is, where does your sense of urgency come from? Is it coming from yourself? You know, and again, we don't talk about it like that. But again, I'm just pointing to that, that, you know, once you get curious, you can see, you know, is it something that we made up as a company and it's a bottleneck and maybe we can actually address that? So, for example, we've seen quite often innocently teams that are siloed, you know, they're working against each other instead of with each other and you'll get one department or team knocking on the door saying, hey, I sent you an email this morning at nine o'clock. I expect a reply by (laughs) 9.02, you know, and you've got the person in the other team saying, what the hell? That's a lot of pressure. I've just had a coffee, you know, I can't really answer this. And then in the bigger scheme of things, the question is, you know, is this really required to be answered? You know, is it urgent enough that it needs to be looked at straight away? And the problem for many organizations is that no one, when, when we get them really reflective, no one seems to know where it stemmed from. And it, that's really curious, mm-hmm. right? Because if no one really knows, then therefore it's all made up, you know? And, and again, there will be times when urgency is required. That's okay. But as long as everyone's on the same page. And what you said before, Cordelia, it goes back to communication, if there's trust, if there's high safety, if there's transparency, and you as a leader say, look, my expectation is this is attached with a bit of urgency. So, you know, I've got your back. I don't want to pressure you too much, but we need to get this done by the end of the month or whatever it is. That's totally fine. And then you can be there and course correct if it doesn't get done or, you know, if someone needs help, you can support them, et cetera, et cetera, versus what we quite often see when big you know, companies don't communicate is that everyone's blaming each other. And when you really go back to the, you know, so is this really true? Where did this come from? And everyone's like, isn't it you? Didn't you make up the rules? And everyone's like, nope, it's not in a process. You know, this sense of urgency isn't attached. It's not in the rule book. Where did it come from? Hmm, maybe it's coming from myself. Maybe I don't need to dock, knock on the door of my colleague at 9.02 a.m., Maybe I can relax a little bit. Maybe I can actually check in and say, hey, how are you doing? Rather than, hey, where the hell is that email?
1: <laughs> really, that's mm-hmm. that's exactly the point. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the concept of needing to pressurize a situation, you know, is all made up. Mm-hmm. When you could also create an environment where everyone is trusted and everyone knows their their piece of the puzzle, and when it's time to put, you know, their piece in place,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and that is a healthier environment mm-hmm. mentally, emotionally, psychologically, you know, and physically than an environment where it um, you know it engenders a kind of friction. Mm-hmm. So. Um, if you're going to make something up, make something that you can
0: all benefit from. You know what just occurred to me? I'm just getting reflective. Thank you. This is a great conversation for both of you. I'm just wondering that. I'm really curious, and I don't have the answer, by the way. If if we're into a new paradigm where you know it's not really about urgency, it's more about results, why are more and more organizations outsourcing the customer service function, their operations, and they're looking at speed? versus results. Why is that happening more and more? You know, the more we t- chat to people outside working for other companies, the more they tell me that they're just stressed and burnt out. And again, they don't seem to know where the source of that's coming from.
2: Yeah. I, I mean, it's 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 really interesting. I, I wonder what would happen if we all allowed ourselves to slow down a little bit and, and uh, took Off our plate for a bit and see, you know, see priorities, see what is important and see what are we actually doing. Because it looks to me like nobody's really assessing the situation. We are all just running 100 miles, uh, yeah, 100 miles an hour. Um, It's funny for me to speak in miles because I'm (laughs) kilometers, yeah. (laughs) Like, what did I just say? (laughs) 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 Maybe I'm under pressure.
0: Are you feeling some pressure?
2: Maybe. I don't know. But it's... (laughs) (laughs) See, this is what happens. No, I'm not. uh, I I think I was just ahead of myself. I wanted to to, to say uh, about the um, mental health uh, and uh, how, you know, all that pressure is created because we're not seeing clearly. I remember a few years ago in our leadership development program, I remember... uh, one one girl that was on the program she she came up into into mentoring sessions and said you know i've been i've been thinking about my career and i've been you know i need to set some goals and it needs to be like this and then i have to do this and then i have to do this and i have to do this i'm like do you really have to do that like and then she stopped for a moment and she realized that because she felt insecure in the moment, she started looking at her future and it all looked scary. Mm. So in order to prevent that scary thing to happen, she started thinking about all these things that she had to do in order to be okay in the future. And then realized that A, actually, I don't have to do any of it. I can only just do this and this. And it was, and she was like, oh, my God, this feels amazing. I'm actually okay.
1: What a load off, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, like, what I'm hearing is when you really examine the source of burnout, um, it, what is it? based on is it based on a lack of confidence or is it based on um a lack of skills or mm-hmm. you know is it how can we remedy this from a well-being perspective you know or just a support perspective
0: you know what would be the worst that would happen if you just slow down
2: mm.
0: you know because it often looks like as mira pointed to before there's that fear that if we Take off foot off the hamster wheel, as you said before, Cordelia. Yeah. You know what? The world's going to end. You know, we'll, we'll have a catastrophe. The business will end. Actually, if you don't, you're probably going to have more problems mm. than not putting your foot down and jumping off even for half an hour, you know. Mm. Because, again, it's just really digging deep and asking yourself, you know, what is the worst that's going to happen if you just slow down today, you know? You don't have to be a machine because quite often, I know in my early career, I thought it was an algorithm. You know, I thought I could do everything. I was an invincible. I didn't need to take breaks. I didn't need to rest. And that is so not true. You know, like or not, we're biological creatures. We're on a circadian rhythm. You know, we need to eat and sleep well. We need downtime. And what you pointed to before, Collier, we also need to slow down in work. But that sounds so unpopular or so alien to most organizations. What? You're promoting the company, you know, the team to slow down? But I can honestly say, I don't know about you two, my career, when I got my team slowed down and reflective, guess what? They did their best work. But it sounds maybe so counterintuitive to, uh, I guess, some people, right?
1: It does. But, you know, I was talking to um, uh, a VP yesterday and she had a major decision to make. And she said, you know, I'm gonna go to Mexico for a week and I'll let you know when I get back. Mm -hmm. And so (laughs) it's like, um, and people, it has, you know, there've been studies recently that people that take more vacations Mm. are actually more productive. Mm. So, you know, the the facts, the scientific facts are, right? Mm. That if you slow down, you can actually speed up. Wow. But that's what
0: happened with us. Yeah. You know what? I love that because quite often I've heard people, CEO position, people in seniority where they have been pressured and, you know, they face immense pressure on a daily basis because of all of that weight of, oh, my God, you know, I've got all this responsibility for mm-hmm. the board, for making profit, for all of these thousands employees, of people, the yeah. employees, for myself. And it often looks like you need to be pressured into making a snap decision just like that. I love what you said there because sometimes these high stakes decisions don't require you to rush into them they require you you know to go into deep reflection even if there's a bit of a cost implication while people wait for that decision mm. I'd rather have that done under reflection than pressure you know and I think it's good what you said there because any leaders that can say, okay, I'm feeling pressure. You know what? I'm going to reflect on that. I know you want it right now. And it's not that I'm not taking responsibility, but I'm going to get back to you. I'm going to take a break and you're going to have to trust me. And I think that's real leadership right there. See,
1: leading back to the trust, <laughs> yeah. trust communication
2: yeah. and chilling out.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Have some fun. <laughs>
2: But this is like, yeah, I mean, we are doing a whole life. We are doing something in order to, you know, what we want is to be, feel happy, relaxed and enjoy life. And then we are actually doing everything opposite. And, and, you know, where do we actually break that circle? So, uh, yeah, I think it was an interesting conversation today. Well, in summary,
1: you... You must. You get better work when you allow yourself
2: to be instead of do. And if you if you need to really make some big decisions, just slow down.
0: Yeah, because if if I'm just putting the shoe on the other if I'm you know if I'm representing the thousands of employees, and I heard that my CEO was being reflective because it was a, such a huge decision that could impact you know thousands of people's livelihoods. I don't know about you two, but I'd rather have them being reflective. And not being pressured into making that decision versus being pushed and pulled, and you know pushed into mm-hmm. a corner and just blindly deciding something there and then on the spot.
2: And, and 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 that reflects, you know, what leaders do. It reflects. It trickles down. So if 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 leader is under pressure, the team will be under pressure, and that pressure and that cascade cascades down, yeah. down, down. And you know, if you are selling something, it will. Show, uh, you You know, know. your your customers will feel that.
0: And it goes back to leading by example, right? If you show your organization, again, through communication transparency, hey, we're having a turbulent time as where most companies are right now. But I'm, you know, I've got your back. I'm going to make the right decision. And I'm just letting you know that I'm going through a process of doing it. So don't worry. It's happening, you know. That's leadership right there versus sadly what we see quite often these days is because of fear because they are feeling immense pressure they're just not communicating anything and then the problem is the thousands of employees are making it up in their head they're making up the worst scary you know worst case scenarios when actually it might not be that bad you know just because it is challenging doesn't mean to say that you know with reflection with that you know with less pressure on the table you're more likely to make a decision that's going to increase the longevity and the profitability of the company, right?
1: Mm. Yeah. Well, thank you for joining us live today for this episode of Unlearning Labels. Um, And share your comments below if you watch this on the replay and and share this with your team and have this discussion. Reflect on, is it better for you to slow down or to keep pressurizing each other? Mm -hmm. Thank you for watching. Thank Thank you. you. Bye. Bye.
0: Nice to know. Thank you for listening to this episode. The Learning Labels is about talking the walk of I see you, I hear you, and I value you. If you found these conversations insightful and useful, please share them with others and sign up for our newsletter at unlearninglabels.com.